0: Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 192 of the Double Density podcast with your host, Brian and Angelo. Double Density is your home to tech tales and paranormal primers. Now, first things first, Angelo, you have discussed um, this fact on the podcast before, which I'm going to bring up tonight in a different context, but you are a fan of the dad hat.
1: I guess you can call my ATP cap a dad hat. And you also like to wear a, an
0: adventurer style hat, right?
1: Oh, yeah. my I forgot what brand it is, but it's a famous brand. Anyway... Yeah, I love that hat. I wear it when I go to Disney World and other, otherwise other vacations as well. And yeah, I'm I'm totally... So both my baseball cap, my ATP baseball cap is, I think, Casey List referred to it as a dad cap or maybe that was one of his co-hosts. But anyway, definitely looks like a dad cap. It's not the standard baseball cap. And yes, I have... It's like a soft. Yeah, and I have my um, adventurer Outback style hat as well that I wear that can actually have the thing that goes around your head Yes, but I, I took that off because that's way too much at that
0: point. The reason I ask is, Angela, have you ever worn uh, both at the same time? Because I saw someone on the street <laughs> I've do not both, done that. and I it's it's stuck in my head because I was like, you you're already by wearing the adventure hat, the sun's not getting you yet. You felt the need to extend the brim of it with a dead hat.
1: Yeah, no, that that's that's excessive because. The brim of that hat is really good. It covers the back of your neck as well. I have not had a sunburn on the back of my neck for an, a long time. And this is in like hot southern tropical sun climates, <laughs> which is what you're, ours you're, is I love how you're too. trying to
0: play up your adventure credentials when clearly that is not the case. No, you has no, been I, I, most of your it's days like, waiting in line for a ride. Or, or like a beach resort. Have you ever held a machete? I have not. Oh, there you I have go. not go. ever right. done that. Unless it's in a
1: video game, Brian. Is it in a video game? Because I have held machetes <laughs> in video
0: games. No, I'm talking about real life. Though with augmented reality or virtual reality or joining the metaverse, you could very soon uh, do that. So I was just, you know, I just saw this walking down the street, and so to me, Angela, you this just is here, in Montreal. Yourself. Yes, you don't need that here, especially on a day like today. It's not even that hot. So you're an adventure dilettante, right? I think it would be like a, a great way of like describing your hat style. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I also just wanted to ask you like what your opinion was and I'm glad to hear that that it is uh, It is
1: incorrect to wear preposterous. both a baseball cap and a dad
0: adventure hat. Yeah. Uh, so good news on the... Oh wait, the, sorry, uh, sorry. Before uh, we,
1: we finish this though, I do remember one of the first times I went to Florida we were waiting in line as one does at an airport and a very old gentleman said, I love your hat. When's so, the last time you got a compliment from a stranger? I don't know. I mean, that doesn't happen that often because I don't see strangers. Awesome. I, try, see, you, I try to avoid go strangers. Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I barely go out. So, like, I mean, I'm dreading the time I have to go to work in a few weeks. So. Why are you dreading it? I don't know. I don't feel like going downtown. I like being in my sheltered little oh, suburb. Right, of
0: course, of course. The, the other day I went downtown,
1: problem. there was a strange man approaching me, and then when he got near me, he turned left and went to the ground and found the lit cigarette that he then picked up and started smoking. So, so you, these are you're things that friends. happen downtown.
0: Yeah, making friends, I guess. We're just making friends out there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good for you, Angela. I'm very proud of you um, for listening to me and trying to make friends. It, speaking of listening to me, though, you, I, <laughs> I suggested you recently make a purchase, and you did it, and I'm kind of amazed that you did.
1: Yes. So you really convinced me to take a look uh, closer at Shredder's Revenge. I heard you talk about it. Did we talk about it on the show? We did talk about it on the show, right? Very briefly, yes. But
0: once again, just before we forget, Angela, you were talking about the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, Shredder's Revenge. Yes,
1: an homage to the old arcade games.
0: Yes, I'm specifying that because certain of our listeners may know the turtles, may may not know Shredder, right? So I'm just making sure that we're covering all of our bases here.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, but turtles have... I mean, there was a lull, I think, in the early 2000s, but Turtles have been back. My son found a few shows to watch on Netflix that are, are newer and incomprehensible to me because the Turtles look crazy in them, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> that's such an old
1: man way of I know. It. This is this the, is not, my tur- not, my yeah. not my Turtles. <laughs> not my Leonardo. Hashtag not my Turtles. Not my Raphael. Um, yeah, so you mentioned it. Then a bunch of podcasts I listened to mentioned it as well. And one of the best examples of... Um, or best descriptions of the game is it It looks like how you remember the arcade games looking like, if you yeah. know what I mean. Right in yeah. your head, and you were kind of young for the arcade game. I think you were like four when the the original arcade games came out. But I was I was of arcade uh, going age, right? I was 12 years old about when those, those games came out, and the graphics on that was, they were incredible, right? They, they, at of the course. time, it was amazing, really good sprite graphics, great sounds, and the nes game sort of lacked did you ever play the nes game i played all of them okay you played all so i'm assuming you're gonna be first in line for the cowabunga collection when that comes out well i i think i
0: mentioned this in the show but i pre-ordered it for the oh
1: no you did i maybe you did and i forgot i I, I pre-ordered
0: the deluxe it's my christmas gift to myself
1: excellent and i don't know when that's coming out that is sometime this fall though yeah i i think it's towards the end of the year yeah but and the people making that are good people like it's gonna be really good i
0: think i'm excited yeah
1: yeah but this is something else and i didn't realize this was a. I thought this was part of the same project and it's not i don't think uh but it it does when i was playing it i'm like oh yeah this is how the arcade game looked. and then i went back and and took uh, a look at a few youtube videos and no this is not how the arcade game looked uh the turtles were sort of misshapen in the arcade game (laughs) but they were kind of tall and weird looking yeah whereas in this they're the colors are so bright it plays really well on the on the Switch. I, I only played it on the Switch. I I didn't get it on the the PlayStation because I wanted to have access to. Uh, well, you same you say, but you don't have a PS uh, play well, it. Well, I'm just like, saying
0: I went I went the Switch route, right? How do you yeah, know that course. I don't secretly have had like a PS5 for the last couple of months. Like true. I mean, you yeah,
1: have yeah. that orb PS9 that you saw <laughs> in the commercial from the early 2000s. Uh,
0: why you gotta? Why do you have to out me? And then you're gonna read my my address live on air? I'd imagine, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, but, yeah, it runs It runs pretty good. I watched a uh, Digital Foundry video. Those guys do, go really in-depth on checking the graphics of games and how they run on their platforms. And they said that the Switch version does run a little less well than the other consoles, but obviously the, okay, but the like Series what, consoles. What, what is and, the difference? So the, the frame rate drops more often than not, whereas it's pretty solid on the other two consoles. But that's okay, because I guess what? I didn't notice it at all. And it, it happens more often if you're playing six players, which I was gonna say the reason we got it on the Switch is because we have more controllers on the Switch.
0: And yeah. um, And more opportunities to play with people. Yeah.
1: So so anyway, I buy this game. I was gonna I was excited to tell my kid and I told them I bought a Ninja Turtles fighting game like the one we had played on the RetroPie because I had introduced them to the NES Turtles in Time game, super NES. And uh, he's like, I don't like the Turtles. I don't like those types of games. Oh, my God, he loves this game. (laughs) So he's really been enjoying it. Uh, My daughter enjoyed it. The first day, we actually finished the arcade mode. We we played for like two hours, and we went through the whole arcade mode. That's great. And we almost died at the last boss. And then I I saw on the top, it said, press plus to join. I'm like, wait a second. He's about to lose his last life. I'm like, will this trick still work? Like it worked in the olden days. <laughs> I press plus on the next controller, and guess what? A five life character showed up because there were. I thought that we each had five continues, and you only have five continues total.
0: Uh, well, so, there's also you also get a certain number of of um, lives per character, and you level up. Yeah. right? So when you when you level well, that's up, that's only you in get... story mode, though. In oh, arcade okay, mode, that doesn't happen. So in arcade
1: mode, it's straight through. There's no uh, above above ground map, which is a nice homage to turtles one there's great there's great callbacks to all the turtle stuff in this and as somebody that grew up with that it made me happy it it really hits the nostalgia Seeing the neutrinos
0: was fun uh i don't so okay many... so that's
1: something that went over my head what are the neutrinos i is that the little the weird characters yeah. that you can save
0: uh yes exactly They're okay one i, the I don't know who they are i don't oh, remember you didn't, them. Watch, you didn't watch the you didn't watch the show i did i don't remember them they're from Dimension X. No, okay. maybe okay.
1: Maybe that's ringing a bell. I don't know. I didn't remember them, but I thought it was cool anyway. But I like the nod to the to the uh, TMNT two movie with uh, yeah. Tolkien and Rizar or whatever their names
0: are. and yeah, Rizar, yeah. And then so
1: yeah. Too bad Vanilla Ice wasn't there.
0: I agree, but they also got a Raekwon and Ghostface Killer of the Wu Tang Clan to to do a track, right? So that
1: was cool. And yes. Mike Patton
0: also. Yeah, Mike Patton doing the the the. Theme song.
1: Now this stuff is
0: meaningless to my children,
1: though. But that's okay.
0: Well, just imagine, hey kids, do you want to go listen to Phantomas with me? That's not going to end well. No. Uh, uh Something else. A really fun callback too was uh, Big Apple. 3 yeah, a. M. three, a- 3 p.m. Yeah, and
1: it's three p.m. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Apple, I've actually managed
0: to, to talk. Three or four people into buying the game because I, uh, (laughs) because you're on commission. Well, no, so certain friends of mine I know for a fact love Turtles in Time. It was their favorite game growing up and they had no idea this existed. And so I sent them the trailer and I was like, hey, I've spent like 10 hours playing this. It's amazing. Uh, Do you have a preferred character?
1: Mm. In the game itself, I think Donatello is like a lot of fun to play. Okay. But April's really fun. I was wishing people with the microphone is great.
0: Also, April for the of the challenges where you have to get unharmed is incredible. She's so good at that. She's the last fast, stage, right? yes, and she also hits hard, um, surprisingly. So the last stage, where you actually have to fight two bosses, is one of those where they give you a challenge of of not getting hurt during the stage, and she's the closest I've gotten so far huh. to beating it. I haven't gotten all the way. I haven't completed the challenge, but I'm on my way to being there.
1: My son really likes Casey Jones, so he unlocked him yesterday, and he said he's he's enjoying playing with him because he seems to be the most powerful character. He right
0: is there. the most powerful. He he moves super um, slowly. I know that you also sent your Nintendo uh, friend your your switch code over, your friend switch code over, and I'm negging you right now because I haven't I know, added you it, yet.
1: But it's okay. It's okay. You also but, well, you
0: also texted me as I was leaving for like a long weekend. Yeah. So it's it's on my list of things to do. Maybe after right after this recording. Maybe, but
1: Nintendo friend codes are are pretty like archaic. Nintendo is is not the best at online services. No, exactly. Uh, like I think uh, Microsoft yeah. is by far the best at dealing with uh, online stuff. I've never found uh, the PlayStation online stuff. It's it's better than Nintendo, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it something to do with Japanese companies? Is it? I it's don't like, know. I don't know. It's it's weird. They're not as good at that, but they're 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 pretty good. I mean, it's
0: fine. They're fine. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> um, so, but you wanted to also talk about not just uh, uh, Ninja Turtles, but also just talking about uh, brawlers in general. Well, like, it medium-ups. reminded Old-school me, medium-ups. right?
1: Like this was the 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 big thing to do late '80s, early '90s, up until Street Fighter II, and they the the, the brawler of this genre, genre this kind of genre, like, did not work anymore, right? Because it became more one on one. But it was amazing, right? Like, this was what we grew up with. I remember playing Double Dragon in the arcade and loving it. It was amazing. And every once in a while, we'd go to a place. And remember back in the olden days, you'd go to a restaurant, and there'd be like a random arcade machine there?
0: Yeah, in the corner, yeah.
1: And and sometimes it was Double Dragon. And when it was, I would just stare at the attract screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it literally did attract you, except for the the lack of, of quarters in your pockets.
1: Like a fly, yeah. Because I like, guess as, as a seven-year-old, you know, you don't have... You don't have the quarters to play, but it made me think, what was my favorite brawler? And in terms of the one that grabbed my attention the most, it wasn't even an arcade game. However, in reading about it, I thought it was an arcade port to the Genesis, and this was Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah, of course. So I, I added a link because I went online. Uh, as you know, we've discussed it in the past, but uh, my video game magazines that I had... Uh, inexplicably have been lost. I don't know where they went. I think they may have been recycled, but I every once in a while I get the itch to look for them and I cannot find them. I remember bringing them home and I don't know if they were secretly taken by certain people in this house and put in the recycling bin because they didn't want oh, to see them. Oh, interesting.
0: But I, I don't know. My my father went through the same thing a couple of years ago where a certain someone in his home um gave uh, uh, disappeared a lot of his old sports jackets that he never worn 40 years.
1: Yeah. So, I I I kind of felt bad that these were gone. And now it's. I'm really upset that I I either authorized them to be taken
0: away or <laughs> you whatever. Not, you, you don't have the the fax file away. The, the, I don't. You know, the, I, the no, rules? I
1: don't have the I don't have the requisition form stored in the. Anyway, so look, I've seen these online, and some of these magazines that I remember having and keeping in impeccable condition because you know how I am. They're worth like, you know, for thirty, forty, fifty bucks a pop, some of them.
0: Yeah, some of them. Yeah, for sure. The rare. Like the I had some old era.
1: EGMs, some old uh, Nintendo Powers that, like GamePro didn't seem to like sell too well anymore. But the the EGMs and the the, the Nintendo Powers could have fetched me lots of money. Anyway, you sound
0: like my dad when his and when I found out that my grandmother had thrown out his old baseball cards and he, that's he kept bad. Lamenting on the fact that like some of the cards that he had that he kept in pristine condition were worth, and, and this is like late 90s, like twenty, thirty thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah, because so. like, yeah, that's really bad.
0: That is yeah. very no, it's bad. super sad. Yeah, I was a huge fan of Street Rage, Street Rage Two in particular. I think my two favorite beat ups growing up were Street Rage Two and Turtles in Time.
1: Well, look at all. that, we have so much in common. Um, I'm gonna. I posted a link on. Uh, you'll see in the show notes. It's a link to the issue of EGM that I had when I. Uh, well, at the time they didn't call it EGM. It was Electronic Gaming Monthly. They they decided to like shorten the name. I guess I don't know how many years later. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it was with Terminator on the cover. It was the magazine I brought with me to Florida that summer. I went on a two week beach vacation in Florida in early, in mid 1991. And um, I decided I'm going to force my parents to mind be a Genesis when we go to Florida because it'll be cheaper in Florida. And was I, Genesis is, is, weren't easy to find here genocide. for some reason. Yeah. So anyway, I bought it at a flea market in Florida. But that whole summer, I looked at these this two page spread of. Yep of uh like you know how you were as a kid you just read the same thing over and over again
0: fans old old game fans old egms uh the wizard wizard magazine like the comic book magazine Mm -hmm. i think i've told this made by the same people uh, that made egm
1: no wizard and egm were the same i think they were connected at one point they weren't the no not the same publishers no 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 I thought it was okay. I could be wrong. I think I think EGM tried to do a competitor then to Wizard in terms of. I mean,
0: so in the mid '90s, there were a lot of competing uh, uh, comic book magazines, for sure. So if if the parent company, if EGM's parent company, had had done one, for sure, uh, he's typing it up, ladies and gentlemen. He is typing furiously. He's got the angriest look on his face now as he Google's trying to figure out if EGM made a competitor magazine to Wizard, the Guide to Comics. Folks, he is stone-faced. Nah, no, I can't is. find anything. I'm getting
1: extraordinary general meeting definition.
0: <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, anyways, so when I was a kid, I, and I apologize if I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but what I used to do is I used to get a, a little, uh, you know, a tiny allowance. So every month I would either say to myself, do you want to buy a comic book or do you want to buy a magazine about all the comic books and about <laughs> all the comic books? So, of course, I went that way as a kid. A very thrifty, frugal child. Um... So yeah, here we are. 30 years later almost.
1: Yeah, well I'd say go uh, on the link there that I that I that has it's directly to the page I think. Hopefully if it works as it should have. And It is. It does, yes. Okay, perfect. But just it's the Internet Archive. You can there's every magazine there and you can look through them. It's pretty fun to go back in time um like the turtles. Um and look at these things cuz it's it's a bygone area uh, area. A by, bygone era of <laughs> of of not the best editorial, I would say. No. I mean, A none lot of these of, magazines
0: like, were any good at that, right? No,
1: and, and the screenshots were awful, right? It was literally pictures of other screens.
0: I can't remember which magazine. I think it was Game Fan. Uh, and I think I've brought this up before because we're just going around circles now as we do this podcast. But I think we talked in an earlier episode about how um, there was a, a thread on a forum from ex-Game Fan employees from like 20, 2009, 2010 talking about how they managed to get the next level um, uh, uh, stills for their stories uh, versus GamePro and EGM and things like
1: that. Yeah, they had some of the best uh, yeah. images. Even yeah, yeah. even They were a later magazine Game Fan.
0: Yeah, they started, right? they were yeah, started yeah. mid
1: mid nineties, but yeah, yeah, I I bought so many uh, uh, issues of, of EGM, and they were expensive. Like were. for a kid, like six bucks is a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: and then but, they had EGM too too, right? Which I yeah, which was, was not right as good.
1: Yeah, I would buy every once in a while, but didn't buy as often. I, I would um, like the main line. Very, and I had a really thick issue with which coincidentally had the Ninja Turtles on the cover because they were talking about Turtles in Time.
0: Right. Uh, the arcade I, so, uh, related to the, the issue at hand, the video game issue at hand, the video game topic at hand, Angelo, the people have spoken. They no longer want you to talk about any From Software stuff, and I couldn't be more excited. We That's got really multiple no's because, on Twitter yeah, after but, our last episode when I asked people to tell Angelo no about From Software, and we because got multiples. So, Demon Souls... No. counts as We're, part of front software. unfortunately, yes, exactly. because
1: yeah. It's very good. I, I, I got it. I've, I've been playing oh, it as part of, I'm, I'm ignoring, uh, am I ignoring? This the, is what's going to happen. I'm going to read the it?
0: sentence you typed out and we will move on. Okay. <laughs> is demon souls part of the moratorium on dark souls? Question mark. Best looking PS five game that Angela has played so far makes Elden ring. look sort of bad, even though it is a good looking game. And that is it. That is it. We have reached the apex of discussions right. from software. We're closing oh, yeah, the perfect. door on that. Though right. you did ask, is Angelo in a quest to turn Double Density's tech segment into a video game podcast? Would that be the Dark Souls of podcast show segment changing? Yes and yes. I um I feel like we're doing video game heavy stuff because I think that's where our interest lies these days. And also, uh, there is a lull in some um, parts I of tech re- news.
1: Yeah, I really feel like that. Although, um, recently, there's been news that Apple is going to come out with a updated uh, HomePod biggie sometime next so year. So I'm going to be hearing is, about that from you. I well look, I I will just be glad to know that if the wonderful home pods I have break, I have something to replace them with. Uh, recently somebody on a podcast I listened to has gone through the effort of trying to replace his two big home pods that broke and he is having a hard time finding anything that matches them for the price. Uh,
0: we're just biding our time during the summertime, hanging out, right? We've talked yeah, about summer talk, hours before.
1: Video games and all that fun stuff and unfortunately we won't be discussing some of the best video games, but that's okay. That is okay. You can I'm also. I'm sp- also playing start- Death Stranding, by the way. Oh, are you? Yeah. Um. What a weird game. Kojima is a weird, <laughs> weird man. Like he's odd, but it's good. Um. It's a walking simulator. Basically, you're delivering packages. So so and far, you're okay I'm, with I'm that. very. It's,
0: it's you feel like you can be in the shoes of the character, and you can understand the motivations of delivering things. Do you? So do you know much about it? No. No, I mean, I don't yes kn- and no. Yes. Uh, I know. Yeah. So I knew pretty much that
1: when I started playing it. With, and um, I'm, I'm compelled to go on because there's an interesting story there
0: and uh, it looks damn good. Well, I'm very proud of you for doing that. I'm going to continue playing Ninja Turtles and leveling up and beating all the challenges and then also doing other things with my life that aren't video games, Angelo. Um, Same here. I don't know about you. Yeah. What are you up to this summer that's not video? Are you going to, re- are you finally going to read a book for I'm, the podcast? But I'm always reading books. I but just, finished- have you read anything for the podcast?
1: Uh, Does does Mistborn count? No, Mistborn doesn't count. Uh, I'm reading uh, the second book in the Shadow and Bone series. Okay. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, I'm reading um, Chariots of the Gods. Are you really? No, I'm not. I just want to see (laughs) what you would say. Would you ever read Communion? I'm worried that that book would give me nightmares. Yeah. That cover, and and now that we mentioned this, if Rob's listening, I know I'm going to get a a personalized tweet from him with that picture. (laughs)
0: And like it's just, it's just like clockwork, right? So yeah. let's get excited about that. So, Angela, I feel like uh, we've exhausted all the avenues on this short episode of Double Density. Uh, so let us head on over from the tech side of things to the paranormal side of things. Great. If maniacs, zombies, aliens, monsters, and madmen are your line, then try this. Double Z me. The phone number nightmares are made of. Call one 900 909 creep Double Z Puts you in touch with the baddest of the bad. And now you can be a Double Z star. Record your own screaming monster madness. You may be heard by millions of Double Z-C. fans nationwide. Call now. Under 18, get permission before calling. $2 first minute, 45 cents each. Conditional minute. Double density. Welcome back to Double Density. And as always, we're switching gears from tech to the paranormal. And I just blocked Angelo from talking to me while I did my intro, and that is fine. So something that you and I have discussed via textual message via phone is whether or not the Ninja Turtles would be classified as cryptids.
1: Yeah, well, this came up with all our our Ninja Turtle playing in the past few days. Okay, so... Because of the, the game, my son wanted to watch the movies because he knew I had mentioned there were movies. And Crave actually has the original three movies, um, of which the first two are pretty good. And the third one, is, I remember not being very good, but we'll end up watching We've watched the first two so far. And as I was watching
0: this and people seeing these things running around
1: New York City, did they think
0: they were cryptids? <laughs> so there are several definitions to cryptids, right? So the first one from Merriam-Webster is, uh, here, let me pull this up. Uh, definition of cryptid in animals such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. So if we use this definition, it is uh, that Ninja Turtles are not cryptids because you can empirically prove that they exist, right? Mm-hmm. So they're uh, they're a known quantity.
1: Okay, so because they appear in the newspaper and they're good friends with an actual reporter,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, like someone they're not can cryptids; they're
1: them. they've been discovered. They're a new species of some kind, or in this case, they're just mutated turtles. Exactly. Uh,
0: but if we get fanciful, right, with our definition of cryptid, what is a cryptid, Angelo? Right, it is um, a, a being that exists outside of the norms of biology and zoology. Right, and once again, uh, theoretically, most of the time. Let's, let's throw that in there, right? So by that definition, unfortunately, um, they also fail the, the sniff tests.
1: Yeah, but they're also the ones that I feel are the least paranormal of the paranormal until you start talking about them walking through portals to travel to different dimensions. And, you know, like some of the theories around Sasquatch are that, right? That the reason we can't see any Bigfoots, oh no, we, are we back to this? Big Feet. Big, big Feet, um, is because they can travel interdimensionally.
0: I mean, I so I don't I was think that's this, the case. I was explaining this to my wife recently because she's like, "Okay, so because I I don't know how we got on the subject, but we're talking about cryptids, we're talking about big feats." And she was saying, "Like, okay, so if they exist in such large numbers, where are they?" And so I explained, "Uh, uh, uh dimensional portals. Dimensional portals is something that has been used as an explanation before."
1: Which leads straight to a ranch uh, in Utah. I want to say is it in Utah. Uh,
0: yeah, I th- yeah, I think Skywalker so, right? Ranch is. In Hold Utah. on, let me pull this up. I'm
1: pretty sure it's in Utah.
0: Uh, correct, Angelo. It is indeed uh, in Utah. It's a 500 acre ranch in Utah. And Full to those of portals who we're talking and about,
1: predator type beings.
0: To those who don't know what we're talking about, of course, we're talking about Skinwalker Ranch, right? Of course. Uh,
1: Big Bob Bigelow's ranch and experiment.
0: I don't think he owns it anymore, right?
1: No, okay. He sold it to Bam Bam. <laughs>
0: <Bigelow>. <laughs> yes, the, the wrestler, correct. Yeah. Is he still around? Bam Did he Bam? Also, I didn't yeah. know. I don't know. Well, I don't know if you heard, but Vince McMahon is on the outs. Yeah, well, he's... Alleged sexual harasser Vince McMahon. Shocking that Vince McMahon is a horrible person. You know, the steroid man. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, a man named Brendan Frugal owns Skinwalker Ranch. Okay, okay. Frugal. So, uh, <laughs> was he frugal in buying it? He was not. I wish I could find a new podcast co-host to do this. Well, one. now we're moving to um
1: Wrestling Connections. Did you know Kevin Nash played Super Shredder in... Um, ninja turtles too
0: i did i did know that and also kevin nash was also on an episode of the dearly missed show detroiters where he played tim's uh, dad tim's dad yeah tim robinson's dad so there we go it's all intricate okay so if uh, and there were like cryptid style like um beings in the early 90s in the in uh wwf right yeah the the gobbledygooker (laughs) exactly thank you for bringing up the gobbledygooker that's one pulled out from the
1: ages. He lasted what two things? That whole they made a whole stink about this big egg. The egg
0: the yeah. the friggin' egg.
1: Yeah, I I I love going back down into the wrestling lore. I don't follow wrestling anymore, but going down back into the lore of it, um, and and lore is what keeps me connected to things. It's what connects me to those games that will not be mentioned anymore. But uh, I love lore. Lore is great. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad to know that you are a huge fan of lore. So, yeah, it's super interesting, of course, that... Not uh, the podcast, Light... though. No, that is that is something else that we can talk about. Um, b- b- probably never, I guess. Okay, perfect. Um, but, yes, so <laughs> the Gobbledygooker uh, egg hatching in the early 90s was super classic. And
1: so, yeah, so, uh, and that brought brings us... So, he would... So that would be the discovery of a cryptid. People would have seen this giant chicken running around. And then because it became a national event on a wrestling program, he was no longer a cryptid. So once something is discovered, it's no longer a cryptid. Once something is a known quantity. We've determined that the turtles would not be cryptids in their world.
0: Exactly, they uh, because they're named quantity that could, in theory, ostensibly be reached, right? Like, uh, if only they had a turtle hotline you could call, unlike in real life. Do you remember that the turtle hotline that cost you money to call?
1: Oh, well, there. Remember all the going back to wrestling. There were the wrestling hotlines. Remember the Freddy line
0: hotline too. You can yeah, call Freddy Krueger, which is weird too. Anyways, like that's a whole other thing that I think we've talked about before. But the uh, reverential treatment of Freddy Krueger, right? A a child predator, like a um, murderer. Very yeah, very strange yeah, to me.
1: But people love them. Freddie versus uh, versus Jason.
0: That was an awful movie.
1: Yeah, pretty bad.
0: I actually have a book about the unproduced versions of Freddy versus Jason on my bookshelf there that I'm going to get to sooner. And later.
1: and look, uh, we're going all over the place tonight. But speaking of Freddy Krueger, did you watch the most recent um, season of Stranger Things, which will I did. be continuing this week? And I did. Uh, like the connections to the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are very deep in that.
0: They are very deep.
1: Considering that Robert England's in it,
0: well, I was gonna say like clearly because Robert England is in it, yeah. Uh, but also but like so the,
1: the the dreaming and stuff like that, They're very 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 close to it. So uh, again, uh, homages, nostalgia, very powerful things. That's why we bought the neutral game.
0: One of the last things I want to talk about is a link I sent you from the Hamilton in Ontario, Canada, Hamilton Public Library, entitled "Curious Creatures and Cryptids: Create a Cryptid."
1: Yeah, and I've been to this library years ago and
0: I sent you an image of paranormal books they had there, which is kind of neat. So, Angela, here's some homework for next episode. I want you to create a cryptid and I'll create a cryptid. Oh. You can't use You can't use your children. You have to do this yourself. Okay. okay. Uh, so uh, here's some directions from the PDF that we will make available to everyone if they also want to join in on the cryptid creation. Like a summer activity, right? Like if you're going to summer camp, it's time to yeah. like, do some bricolage, as we say.
1: I think it'll be fun. I am a very, very poor artist.
0: So, so am I. I am barely a stick figure man. So, well, that may be the cryptid I do. So suggested materials are paper, markers, pencil, crayons, or crayons, and then the directions are as thus: So it's three things. Pick some characteristics of real animals and combine to make your own cryptid. Think about your creature's head, body, and legs. What have a tail? What have wings? Secondly, name your cryptid. You can call it whatever you'd like. If you don't have any ideas, you could try combining the first letters of your first name and the last three letters of your last name. Three. Now you have encrypted. Write a story about it. So we are going to keep this to 150 words maximum. Write okay. a story about your cryptid, Angelo. So are you ready?
1: Yeah. Like right now, no. No, but no, no. I, no. I, I just will for do next this. Episode. I'm have also, I'm going to get my children involved as well. They're not going to make mine, but they're going to do... Okay. I'll, I'll on, get so my I, wife I,
0: and my cat to join it.
1: Okay, perfect. As he spoke, I, I sent them a message with this PDF attached. So, so hopefully... In your family uh, group chat? Yeah, well, not the family one because my wife wouldn't really care. But... Um,
0: <laughs> the, the uh, Is it called like Papa's Preferred Chat or whatever? Is that what you've called it?
1: No, it's just the two, are, their names together. Oh. So uh, and it's it's uh, the last thing I shared there was the Cuphead, tra- cuphead trailer.
0: Perfect. So yeah, it'll be good uh, for them to, to get there. I'm very curious to see what they come up with. We've talked about in the past how your daughter is very gifted at storytelling. So I'm very interested to see how she approaches this. Yeah, she's decent at, at drawing as well. But uh, okay. yeah, her, so her artwork is great. Uh, make us I look like idiots. I would guess yes. Okay. I am yeah. fully prepared to have a teenager kick my butt as it comes to cryptid creations.
1: Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe her artwork won't be as good as yours. I don't know.
0: We'll see. Um, once again, I'm very rudimentary, right? So... Yeah,
1: we'll see what happens. I. I the, the problem with my daughter, and not that it's a problem, I guess, but it's uh, the problem for us is that if, if, it, if this interests her, she's going to go all in. Right. So, well, what is she up to these days anyways? Nothing.
0: There you go. Creating Cryptid is on her way. This, today
1: they played, uh, I think they've been playing Fall Guys. Okay. So, Which is fun. I heard it's, it's fun. They, yeah, I've never tried it. Do you know if they've fun.
0: gotten any crowns yet?
1: No idea. I will ask them tomorrow.
0: Perfect. And let me know. Angela, here's your favorite part of any episode of Double Density.
1: Where I get to talk about uh, poorly, mind you, about our, our socials? Correct. Okay, so we're on the Instagrams. At, so, Angela, uh,
0: we've gone through this. Last episode, I created something very easy for you, right? Oh, what's remember do, do? do you not remember? It's no, a Linktree. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't remember. Link Linktree.com slash double density gets you all of our socials. Twitter, oh, Instagram, good. the website for our podcast, everything, Angela.
1: Oh, and do they pay us to say this?
0: No, no. Oh. If anything, we should be paying them for the service of of bunching together all of our stuff. Great.
1: So there, go to Linktree. Linktree.net.
0: Yeah. <laughs> CopyServe.net slash tilde uh, like hasty slash et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, remember how hard the internet was to navigate? I know. All the subdirectories ever, like, ah oh, gosh.
1: Now it's great. Everybody just gets along on the internet says all Just the imagine really nice in nineteen ninety three
0: you had to explain what it like you you could be like, by the way, in the future, there are things called QR codes. You just take a picture from your smartphone to open up a website.
1: Yeah, QR codes are the best thing
0: ever invented. Well, I mean, (laughs) sure, they are not, but that's okay. (laughs) Yes, Um, the best thing ever invented is the HomePod, uh, and all of the From software games.
1: Yeah, those are. You're a very simple man.
0: You're a very simple man. Yeah, I challenge. I like what I like. I think after this.
1: this podcast, um, sometime this week. I will be finished a certain game from a certain company and then
0: I'll be able to move on to another one. Okay, perfect. And uh, right after this podcast, of course, I will be the responsible one here who will be editing the episode and pushing it out. And I will not be
1: talking about finishing these games on our next episode.
0: I'm very excited about that. Perfect. So this has been it for episode 192 of the Double Density Podcast. And As always, we are joined here. Angelo and I are very excited by all the listeners who continually come out of the woodwork to let you know that you're wrong. I, w- I really hope they do more of that. That's all I really want out of life. That's fine. I like being told that I'm wrong because then I can correct myself and fix things. Make things better. <laughs> oh, perfect. So uh, this has been it for episode 182 of the Double Dynasty podcast. And tune in next episode as we actually literally will show you some cryptids. Great. See you at the unveiling.